Hey guys, welcome to Tenfold. We've been on a sabbatical this year because we've just had so many crazy things happening in both, like big changes mm -hmm. happening in both of our lives. And uh, yeah, and we just wanted to take that time. time to regenerate and make sure that we have podcast content. But we could not finish off the year without doing a roundup, which we did last year and like loved. And that was one of our, it's one of our best episodes, I think. It's like pretty up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is like kind of an ode to 2021. And I'm so excited for 2022 because our parents are arriving mid-January from like Canada. two weeks. Uh, and they're flying to Australia. Most likely they have to do a two-week hotel quarantine in Brisbane. Um, and I just can't wait though, because once they're here, we're going to have podcast babysitters basically yes. for Sadie. It'll and, be a lot easier. Yeah. And then we don't have to always do it late at night when we're both a bit tired. And well, cause we always also put Sadie to bed before it. So I feel like we almost are yeah. putting ourselves to <laughs> bed because we sing like lullabies <laughs> and we just like get into that zone I know. and then we're like, okay, time to no, podcast. I, just, I can't wait to be able to give it more of a professional yeah. like time space and feel well, and I think also because we live our Aussie beach lives and we both get up really early. It's like my normal bedtime yeah, I've is been up 9 p.m. So yeah, I'm up at 5 a.m. every day and I'm like, I want to go to bed at 9 p.m. And what, it's 9.30 yeah. right now. So, so it's like already <laughs> past our bedtime every time we're recording. <laughs> uh, yeah, so stay tuned for 2022. Regular episodes. Um, yeah. Yeah, and daytime recordings, Ooh, which I think feels different as energy. well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we wanted to end the year just... They're like a real catch up because I think of our listeners as just our friends and most of them are our friends from yeah, like around yeah. the world and I feel like I know a lot of my friends will listen to this like as they cook or do different things and I always forget that they're actually listening but they'll bring it up like randomly when I talk to them and I'm like oh it's so nice to feel like they're catching up with me without having to in like some ways but it's like <laughs> I just, it's just like a nice way to be able to like, like just have those connected. conversations yeah. and feel connected and, and feel like someone understands you yeah and I was just like oh I feel like we need to do one to end the year and and wrap it up yeah just... so we can all end it together yes exactly okay so do we want to do, just talk a little bit about what our both of our, our lives, lives have been yeah. like since we've been gone I think so okay do you want to start Tori okay I will start, even though I feel like I've talked about some of this on the last few episodes and stuff, but it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I feel like it's the same thing for me every year where I get to the end of the year and I'm like, what did I even do this year? Like, that's always like my <laughs> yeah. natural refrain. And then every year I'm like, oh, wait, I actually did many yeah, things. We wrote down a list. Yeah, we that. did start keeping a list in our notes, I think, because we both said like we always kind of forget. I, we should have done that for this episode. Have, but yeah. yeah do that yeah <laughs> highly recommend it um but yeah I think one of the big things for me this year was getting my citizenship because that was that that already seems like so long ago I know I was like was, it, that, was that this year, year? What? no but I think for me that was kind of the culmination of like a huge part of my Australian journey yeah. and the thing that I was waiting for anxiously the whole time like waiting for the next step to get the visa to get the residency to get citizenship and to finally feel like I could lay down roots here and be grounded and kind of start my real life in some ways yeah. and have that sense of security. So that was like a big thing for me and a shift, I think, to feel like I could finally fully relax and like take that weight off my shoulders and be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm really here. Like I'm not going to get kicked out secretly or like any of that stuff. So that, I think that changed a lot for me that I don't even maybe know consciously. Just like, close the chapter yeah. on this. Like, 
a real, it was, not a struggle, but like it, it was a real challenge. Mm. For both of us, like yeah. for you two before when you got yours. Um, so yeah, that was a big start for me. And then another huge thing has been like getting into a new relationship um, with my partner earlier in the year. Um, and I talked about that a bit before, but that's been a really big shift for me. So he's um, separated and has three kids. So I've basically taken on like a new family in yeah. that way. And like under, three under the age of six. Yes. Um, and they're lovely. They're great kids. Yeah, um, they but it's been like, because I've, I've lived for the most part I'd say like a very independent life and kind of I've dated and had some relationships um but a lot of my life for the past like some 15 years <laughs> I've dated a lot <laughs> fewer relationships yeah. um but yeah but that's like... how you know like you know when it's right <laughs> yeah right? because you yeah. have that experience yeah. exactly but yeah I feel like a lot of my life for the past like 15 years has been single and been like independent and been traveling and having so much alone time and free time and doing whatever I wanted and all that stuff and I've never lived with anyone before um and so I bought my place and then I moved in with my partner and then like we have his kids some of the time as well so it's been a really big like it's a lot of adjustment at once it's actually gone really well I think so yeah, yeah. and like I know you especially because you know me so well and you're always like you get overwhelmed <laughs> like Tori being, like needs alone time yeah which is, like I'm very I think much a lot in, of people I think a lot of people do but they don't take know it. it yeah like so they don't take that time for yourself but you actually know yeah. that you need it and you're good at like I'm very conscious out. about doing that yeah. but I do get overwhelmed sometimes when I like spend too much time with people or like I'm yeah I'm not someone who in the past Tori just goes like a, a little bit catatonic yeah and then you're like oh she needs a break <laughs> like or a lollipop or something <laughs> especially when I go to shopping malls <laughs> yeah. just shuts down into like standby I mode I go into like comatose mode and Alex is like okay let's get you a cookie or something <laughs> um but anyways yeah so it's been a lot of big shifts in that way um but yeah it's actually just gone really well but I have a lot of those moments where I'm like wait what like I'm like have a place that I bought and I'm living with a partner and like I'm I'm like all these different things where like I get that feeling sometimes where like I'm like the world is a matrix or like what is my life and we were just talking I was just talking to you about this earlier where I was reflecting on like all the Christmases I've had in Australia and they've just been so different and like I feel like we've lived so many lives in Australia already like we had a Christmas with our British friends and then we had an Italian Christmas and then we had a French Christmas and like (laughs) one Christmas our parents came and we came up to the Gold Coast before we lived here and then like we had we had our friends miss like all of our friends came up to the Gold Coast and like and then we had a no Christmas last year yeah (laughs) because there was restrictions and lockdown and then like today I had a Christmas with the kids like three kids in the morning I was like oh it's just well yesterday we had a Christmas Eve dinner and it was just all these kids kids and and us and I was like wait when did this happen I know and it's just like yeah it's cool like it's interesting because it's been such a shift and I feel like it's been really easy in some ways and then obviously it's been hard in a lot of ways I've had times where I've felt overwhelmed or felt like oh wait is this my life now or like will I like not be able to do these things or like well because I'm I am used to having like all my time to myself if yeah. I want to and like living with someone and then having kids too is so different but it's also like so lovely in so many yeah, ways and yeah. I think I like understand that thing about parenting where you're like oh it's like can be the worst thing and the best thing because it's like those moments of like 
that pure like kid like it's just like so beautiful and then there's also like really hard moments where you're like oh yeah and i like i'm like oh yeah i remember when i like babysitting or this but then it's like the next second something like wonderful happens and you're like oh yeah (laughs) um yeah what else i don't know what else has happened to me it's a lot i know i'm like oh that's not enough what else can i say um but yeah i don't know it's been it's been a very big year of change and like i think in the past this level of change would have been a lot more overwhelming for me but then i think for me a lot of that is a sign of like my relationship being really strong and really right and feeling like kind of no matter what happens we can work through it together that's huge yeah yeah finding like i think also a sign of your growth right mm. and like not sorry not your growth as in you needed to grow more but your healing and i think the citizenship was a part of that healing so that you didn't feel so frazzled you didn't you felt like you had more to give right and i feel like before like i don't know if i would say i had commitment issues but like i think in a lot of dating scenarios i was always kind of like ready for a way out in certain ways or like at the first sign of conflict or something I'd be like oh I guess this isn't gonna work or like I just was very ready to go back to being single sometimes because I think that's like my comfort zone because I that was like what I'd been for the majority but I feel like with my current partner it's just like I never have that those feelings in that way that's amazing it's it's very different I think a huge part of it's definitely the first oh I think a huge part of it though for me is like communication because I feel like it's the first time I've felt really like I can be like a hundred percent open and just not I think I used to feel a lot more anxiety around communication and feel like um be like black and white about stuff and be like oh no like conflict is the worst and i'm yeah. gonna die after this. like i just had yeah, so much yeah. like fear and angst around it and then i feel like i've grown a lot and can bring things i'm better at bringing things up as they happen which before i would never do i'd like something would happen and then i feel like upset about it or weird about it and then think about it for like a week and then like stew on mm-hmm. it and then just because i think i would usually just be worried about bringing it up or i wouldn't know how to bring it up or i just wanted to avoid conflict and i think I've just gotten over that in a good way and yeah I I sense a lot of change and a lot of I think realizing that not in a bad way but relationships are work and you have to like constantly be conscious about communicating and And yeah there's always happy you're not no like there's going to be struggles and there's going to be amazing times and it's like like any other relationship in your life it's not just like happily ever after or whatever um but yeah it's just been it's been a good year it's just gone by really fast (laughs) and a lot has happened but good things (laughs) yeah I wonder once you have kids in your life if that's how it will always feel Mm. like every year just kind of zooms by by faster and faster possibly (laughs) do you feel like this year has gone by quickly for you yeah I just I was like, what even was this year? When That's like Sadie. what I think about. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, but I know, but it feels like I yeah. just had a newborn and now I'm like, wait, she, she's, she's already, already a to- 11. She's basically a toddler. Yeah. I was like, when did is. that happen? Yeah. Like, it was just, yeah, it was so fast. Um, I feel like I'm still getting my head around it almost mm. too, right? Um, wait, so this year, oh, this year, like on one hand has been really, really tough for me. And then on the other hand, has been like really amazing and mm-hmm. all that stuff so it's like just a lot like dichotomy i guess um the top side which i 
think I mentioned before is that I'm going through a breakup, but it's just the longest, most drawn out breakup. And <laughs> well, I think that's kind it's of like, yeah, inevitable when there's like and kids involved. And I'm trying to work through my feelings around it and all of that kind of stuff. And I, I wish I could talk about it on the podcast because I love talking things out to mm-hmm. like, it just, it's uh, for me, that's like really healing and yeah, it's therapeutic. And I think also knowing that there's someone else out there who's going through something. Yeah, and exactly. Able to relate. Yeah. And I hate having, like, I will notice in myself like a shame around the idea that like I'm, I'm going through this breakup and that this is happening and I don't Do feel like it a failure. Like, is it that type of shame? Or you yeah. Or like or... it's, it's a secret. I need yeah, to keep like a it a secret. Like, I guess because it's like not supposed to happen or I'm like I'm trying to work through and be like what is that right and then that's also why I wish I could talk about it because that for me is like a way to work through those feelings right and like and dissolve them um but yeah so that's obviously just sucks it's really tough and it's funny because I find when you're going through a breakup you at least I always feel like almost like I'm the only one who's ever done this or yeah. you feel like it, you're so isolated or so it's just so individual and so unique and so specific to you but it's really not right and and also um the avoidance of like wanting to feel bad and the avoidance of like that pain and yeah. all that stuff and really having to just accept the fact that it's always gonna hurt like that's the point of it like I mean that's the point of the breakup yeah right? you like, can't skip the shitty parts yeah yeah and like everyone it's just a human experience and that's what you go through and that's like it just goes up and it goes and when it goes if it goes down then it goes down and like the down doesn't feel good and it's not supposed to and then you go forward right and eventually you're not like in that part anymore mm. um so yeah it's just interesting to be going through this with like all of the work that I've like done on myself in the last few years and the things that I've learned and like how I've learned how to be so much more self-reflective, which I wasn't really before in the same way. Like I wasn't able to identify like what was going on with myself. Um, so yeah, it's just been interesting in that way to see that. But then on the other side, um, yeah, with Sadie, like it's just been so like lovely and fun and, it's just amazing. Like, it's amazing to have her in my life. And I feel like she has, all, like, we were both saying we both feel like she's just always been here. Like, yeah. it's like, wait, she's when so was she not here? here? <laughs> like, that's just, it's such a weird thing to think about. And she just, like, feels the best. Like, her cuddles mm. are just so cute, right? And, like, yeah, it's just so, she's just, it's so lovely to watch someone become who they're going to be. Yeah, and like see her personality like so starting to like kind of unfold and show itself and she definitely has a sense of humor now oh my it's god so yeah good. in a daycare they're like she's got the best humor she's so funny and she loves like, dancing she's oh my god yeah like, she'll so just funny. start shaking her booty like waving her it. arms like, in the air. but so in this mom's group that i'm in right most of the babies are around the same age and it's so cool to see all of the developmental like, I don't know if dancing is actually a milestone, developmental milestone, but yeah. to see them all go through the same thing at the same time. Yeah. Like, and it's not like, oh, I've taught Sadie to dance like this, you know? <laughs> like, it's like, no, it's just this natural thing that happens to humans. And all of a sudden, all the babies are noticing music. And like, yeah. when music starts to come on, they all dance. But the funny thing is that I love about this 
is they all have a different type of dance. So like Sadie does like, she kind of like sways back and forth and like sways back and forth. And then sometimes she'll like raise her hands to the Uh roof, like woo woo woo. Um, And then one of my friends in mom's group was saying her son, anytime he hears music, like if a car comes by with like playing loud music, he'll kind of swing his hand, like his arm, like side to side. Like a conductor or something. Yeah, like or if he was like snapping his fingers kind of thing. And that's his dance. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Like how... They're different, right? Um, it makes you wonder how brains work. Yeah, and like, yeah. How, like, what is the difference between that? Like, what has programmed into people to exactly? Like, like how? Where, where's her swaying coming from? <laughs> like, um, yeah. But just all those little. It's like her first step, right? Her like way, way back. Her first smile. Her first laugh. Her all of those things. Like when she started crawling, right? Mm. Like. It's just like such a, it's definitely one of life's like biggest rewards and pleasures, Mm. I think, just to see, get to witness someone else doing those things, right? Like, it's just, yeah, it's like watching a flower bloom. Um, And it's been amazing. I've really, really enjoyed it. It's been so much fun. And it is, I feel like it makes you be a kid again or kind of like yeah be i get more to, present I like I and enjoy so everything for fun things yeah now. um like we got season passes to all the theme parks and we've been doing all these different events like and yeah you just look I think it just makes you enjoy everything more because you're enjoying it through her lens almost and like enjoying it for her and yeah i honestly feel like yes i get to do this like i feel like I the know. kid inside me is like you always knew this was gonna come back <laughs> and now, like we're it's back weird. like yes like i can't wait to like play with all the toys and do like I yeah i definitely it's not i may be 37 how old am i 37 but it's still fresh in my mind mm-hmm. like what the feeling was of like when i loved when i was a kid and loved doing those things it, it, it's not it doesn't feel like it was a long time ago or far away um so yeah, it's nice to have that joy. I like love doing that stuff. I was just saying to Farmer today, I was like, I can't wait till the kids are like a bit older so they're actually better at sports so we can like play <laughs> cricket with them and stuff because he was teaching me how to play cricket and then I was like, oh, it'll be so nice when the kids are like into that and we can all just go out and play sports all the time. Yeah. So I was like, I loved like gym class and all of those things and I was like, now I can relive them. <laughs> Definitely. Um, What else? I feel like there's something else I want to say about my year, but I... I guess we should talk about tenfold in itself. Oh, yeah. So we're both, yeah, we're talking about it now in relation to the podcast and stuff and how it's been interesting because I was saying, oh, in the last two years, like with COVID and everything that's happened, like if I had started my tenfold, well, and so if anyone somehow has not listened to the podcast before, tenfold is T-N-F-L-D mm-hmm. and it's like, it's a really long, funny acronym, <laughs> but it stands for that no filter life dream. And it's this kind of motto for Tori and I where we just we're trying we've been trying to always like build and create like the life that will most fulfill us Mm -hmm. basically and it's not the idea of like and then you'll always be happy or like then everything will be perfect it's more how do you create like that base level um happiness right yeah it basically gives you the most like opportunity to yeah to to enjoy life day to day yeah exactly yeah and for us a big part of that was like 
being by the beach and being somewhere sunny, sunny with nicer weather where you can be outside all year round. And where people are a bit more casual, yeah, but you can still have like attitude. a more professionally Western type yeah, of job. Like a, like a high standard of living yeah. at the same time. Um, but yeah, we were also saying like now, and I think we said this in our last episode, it's kind of like we've kind of reached a good place because we're both here on the Gold Coast. We've both bought properties. We've put in a lot of work yeah. to get to that um, to that point where yeah. we felt like we have the pieces of the puzzle in place. Yeah. And it's not like we're like, okay, happily ever after. <laughs> Obviously no. not. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it is like our day to day is like the best quality it could be in some ways because we've put ourselves in this place that we really love and like, and it helps. Honestly, it, it helps so much. There's so many things that I am not like phrases or things that people say that I'm like I don't believe that like okay one is like our famous Mm. for tenfold uh the grass sometimes the grass is greener right and for anyone who doesn't know what that is like way back in the day when our dad came to visit us from Canada he's Japanese so he was Japanese he moved to Canada um he did have the opportunity I think to like go and visit Australia but he chose Canada over Australia um and so when he came to visit us or to visit me because you hadn't been living here uh, we went on like the ferries in Sydney and we were like going through, it's just absolutely breathtaking if you've never done that before. And he had always told me before I was moving to Australia that I was running away and he was like, the grass isn't always, or the grass isn't always greener. Yeah. That's what, yeah. The grass isn't always greener. Like you're just running away, blah, blah, blah. And he made me kind of nervous about my decision. And I was like, well, maybe I am doing that. Um, but anyways, fast forward like a year or whatever it was. And he came and visited. He We went on this ferry ride and he like looked at me with literally a tear in his eye. And he was like, oh, I wish I had moved to Australia <laughs> instead of Canada. <laughs> like sometimes the grass is greener. Yeah. Um, and this is from the man who was also always like, aren't you going to get sick of the beach? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So the grass that's one of the phrases that mm. I think, you know, sometimes the grass Body is greener. Yeah. Like sometimes it is just better and that's okay. And you can, and like, you can go and grab that. It can be as simple as being somewhere with nicer weather. Yeah. <laughs> I literally feel that like that improves that's your like mood. 90%. Like 50%. Of, of, yeah. Cause even day. here, like obviously we have struggles that we go through. We have like really bad times that we're working. But like when you can just be like, I'm just going to go jump in the ocean. Like that literally washes away a lot of like that it's a like physical anxiety that you can access for free yeah it's a tool right it's like a self-care tool yeah so one is the grass is the grass sometimes the grass is is greener what is the other one that i was saying before oh one was relationships because we were talking about that and this isn't a comment on my relationship this is just in general we were talking about it um, but we were saying how people always say like, oh, looks fade, you know, like you don't base chemistry. someone on yeah, physical yeah. chemistry. But I've found like, and like you have too, yeah. like there is like, what did you say? You were like, it's the physicality sometimes that gets you through the hard through times. the hard times, yeah. And so the idea is though, you wouldn't just be with someone based because on physical no. things and that's it. But the idea is that you actually need that in addition to the like mental, emotional. Emotional, yeah all that kind of stuff because that physical thing is there's something it's your body's communicating yeah and it's like a connection that you can have even if 
your emotional or intellectual, whatever connection is struggling, yeah. like you can work on, you can use the physical one to keep yeah. you going and tide you over. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I think that's another one that I'm like, hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is that happiness comes from within, which I understand there's a lot of truth to that. But if you're someone like me, I kept always thinking, okay, I just got to like work on myself inside. I've just got to do this. Like I'll be happy and I'll be happy. But, um, your surroundings do matter. They really do affect you. And especially I think if you're extra sensitive person or like an empath or, or you don't have a lot of energy, right? Like, like we have definitely been in the past, like depleted in our, our like vital force, right? <laughs> um, then it's hard. It's hard to it find that happiness within and to not let the outside affect you. So if you can make your outside as like palatable to you as you can, like and conducive to your peace, then mm. you have more energy and more resources to, to be happy. I do think that's true. I think it's the same as like plants. Like certain plants do better in certain conditions. And like yeah. why why wouldn't humans be the same in that way? And I think I've talked about before, but I felt like my last year in Toronto was really me trying to do. Happiness comes from within and see if I could make it work for me. And be like maybe I'm not trying hard enough. Maybe I need to like join more things or meet more people or some I guess some of that's outside stuff but it was like really trying to do everything I could think of to see if I could find happiness within in Toronto but I definitely <laughs> could not it's just like the coldest winter ever and I just struggled through it dearly um and I feel like I haven't felt any of those types of feelings since moving to Australia even through the hard times and through like times when I've been really sad or felt really hopeless or different things like I just feel like the environment and the nature here and probably like the culture as well and some of the attitude is just so much more conducive to me living a overall like more content life yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're like agree agreed <laughs> okay so what's next um What's next? Do we want to do some pop culture roundup of the year? Yes, let's do it. Let's be fast, too, because yeah. I don't think we have that much time. Um. <clears throat> okay, one of the things that we just looked at was Sex in the City, the redo. The, I haven't. I don't know if I've watched all the episodes. I've watched the first two. I've watched the first three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were, I guess I was excited for it just because Sex in the City was such a big part of my child <laughs> yeah like I think I stayed up late with my best friend when we were in like grade six and watched it at like 11 p.m in the basement and we're like oh scandalous um but I think for our generation it shaped so much of how we viewed sex and like adults what we imagined being an adult yeah, was gonna be yeah exactly um and it's just like a comfort well I remember I was being like when are we gonna have an apartment and have our sex yeah. in the city dating like we kind of did at one point. We ended up actually yeah. doing it inadvertently without realizing yeah. that's what we were doing. Um, but yeah, it's also like a comfort thing to me because I feel like I've watched it multiple times. I even watched it in Spanish, I think, because I like, got the like Spanish DVDs from someone and I was just like watching it in Spanish. Um, but yeah, so I was excited to like see what they would do with them because they're all in their 50s now. And it was like interesting to see what they would do with a show about like women in their 50s and 
they haven't done a very good job. I know. So I've got like so much beef with it. Like mm. um, Samantha, first of all, oh, the character like- was written out of the show because Kim Cattrall didn't get along with Sarah Jessica Parker. And I think the other cast members as well. Yeah. But there's obviously some kind of like girl feud and... I was already mad about the last movie because I feel like they made her such a character of herself. Yeah. And they went to like the UAE. She had so much depth, I thought, before yeah, that. And the, in that and movie, they were just like, sex crazy, like completely like, she was just like spilling condoms everywhere and doing, it was just like, yeah, and wasn't, wasn't true to no. what she actually was. And um, actually, it was kind of the equivalent of like, you know when Saved by the Bell, Screech? Yeah. He said, he said before, Although I actually just found out that he passed away. Oh, yeah. I, I thought she was really sad. He's actually had a really hard life. Um, but he had said in the past that on the show, they continued to specifically write his character more and more ridiculous, like almost despite him. Like yeah. it was like almost a punishment for him and he would have to do it. Like, but it was, you know, embarrassing and degrading in some ways. And I feel like with Samantha's character, that was the second movie. Yeah. I was just really... It just really turned me off of it all. Well, and then so in these new season or this new episodes, um, Samantha has supposedly had a falling out with Carrie because Carrie wanted a new publicist. Yeah. For a book. Like, people yeah. don't even buy books anymore. But anyways, and then so Samantha said, unfriended her and moved to England and, and stopped wouldn't respond to, to any of her texts. And the thing, if you watch the show, is like Samantha was the most ride or die loyal like and she had a lot of obsessed with her friends yeah Yeah, so much integrity she had a lot of class with 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 i think more work related things for sure um and she was not like overly sensitive in that way like i feel like if carrie had said oh i want to go with another publicist she'd be like oh good for you like yeah it's your career like i understand and like she doesn't yeah she just wasn't ever petty or like that at i could all. see her like moving to england or doing whatever yeah but i feel like later like, but she'd do like a fabulous thing with her life and like move to england for yeah. a new opportunity not to spite her friend for some like weird falling out it just doesn't it, it didn't really true. didn't do her any justice and then they definitely made a few digs about her uh through that i don't remember i think it was like stuff that miranda i don't know i wish i said yeah uh-huh. i was like oh they're definitely like poking at at the actress i think it's just in poor taste and like doesn't um do anything for the show itself like i feel like they're like being um disloyal to the show itself and like the characters and i feel like kim Cattrall's character is one of the best ones yeah because samantha was the most kind of genuine of them all Mm -hmm. and she had the heart like yeah and she was miranda does too but miranda was always had her insecurity too she wasn't as confident um so the other things like and so we listened to this other podcast where they were critiquing the show mm-hmm. and then we had just discussed this and i thought it was really true one of their comments was that the women haven't grown even though they've aged yeah. so it's the same character in like a decade or two decades, two decades yeah. later or no a decade a decade, yeah. a decade and a bit later uh and yeah it's very true they're just very like tone deaf and actually one of the things that i really did like is i think they embrace the fact that Carrie Bradshaw is kind of the an awful person, <laughs> awful person, horrible partner, horrible friend, all of those kinds of things. And they just ran with it. And I thought I was like, kind of like kudos to them in that they're not trying to make her a hero. Um, and what else? 
Oh yeah, it's it is sad because it's like spoiler. Um, Big passes away. He has a heart attack, and then uh, I read some article where they were like, "Does Carrie have dementia?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" And then Steve Miranda's husband has lost his hearing, <laughs> and I was like, "What's happening?" Um, Stanford's gonna pass away or something. I don't know how they're gonna write him out of the show because he's the real life Stanford's passed away. Um, and it's like, do we really in our culture cling so hard? We never let things go or end, right? Especially in like the Western culture, to the point where we literally want to see the characters get to the point where they die. Is that how much we need it? And we can't think of new (laughs) content or that being said, I'm like actually so happy to watch the episodes. And even though I didn't even like the tone or whatever they're still like my friends right it does but feel like that i'm like oh yeah you guys like even though you annoy me or you all of this stuff i'll still watch you every week and yeah and be there and then i wanted to talk just really briefly about love island australia not because it was good i didn't even actually watch the last two episodes because i found it i fell really asleep boring. in the last episode <laughs> but um i did like a lot of the people on the show like they just seem like good old aussie people and we, we probably will see them around all the time i think a lot of them live in the gold coast um, they do but i found it interesting because there were all these kind of couples at the end i felt i felt when i watched it that some people were dis disingenuine dis disgenuine disgenuine <laughs> is that a word i don't think so non-genuine ungenuine yeah um yeah, and I felt like people were playing to play the game. I did feel like that. I was like, would this guy have said this or done this if he wasn't on TV trying to make sure that his couple got to the end? Anyways, I felt like it was more obvious now than it's ever been before. And at the end, uh, since the filming has stopped and stuff, every single couple has broken up except for the one that won. Mm. The one that won seems really solid, I hope. I they hope do. that they stay because they're actually really sweet. Um, but it was kind of like... Oh, is that the end of Love Island? Like, is it going to be impossible going forward to find those connections? Is it, are people always going to be too paranoid about the game? You know, like there's always that kind of switch when sh- when those kinds of reality shows have gone on for a bit longer. Yeah. And then everyone who's on it is just like, an like Instagram. you can't just be on it. And like that authentic, like experiment, um, let that happen. I still wish, like we've talked about this before, that they would do a Love Island or any of the dating shows for like an older demographic, like in their 30s, because (laughs) I feel like it'd be so popular. It would, because I feel like on so many of these shows, everyone's so young, so they haven't worked through any of their shit, and they don't actually, a lot of the time, they're not actually ready for a real relationship, Yeah. whereas like people in their 30s have gone through stuff, they know themselves, a lot of them, I think, are looking for more the real thing and even like one of our favorite bachelor couples here is sam and snezhina and like they are older and they've like created this amazing life and they have they're having their third kid together now and like that was like a real love story and i feel like it would just be so much more interesting and like layered to watch a dating show for older people in quotation marks (laughs) so maybe we can produce one one day exactly Okay, so we're getting to our reflection questions, right? Yeah. So we did this last year. I don't, we didn't listen to what 
they were look last year. Up. Like, look it up. So we, we just to do it on our, our high tide episodes, like our yeah. monthly full moon. We usually do some sort oh, of I reflection. hope we can start doing that again, too. Me, too. Um, okay, so here are our questions, and these questions are for you guys as well. So write them down if you have a pen and paper, and really give them a think and answer, because it's really nice to kind of sift through the the rush of a year gone by yeah well and what i was saying earlier too like you forget you forget what you've done this year every year i'm like oh what did i even do and then you actually when you sit and consciously think about it it really helps you to reflect and kind of just acknowledge for yourself like what you've been through without just bypassing it (laughs) okay so this past year who inspired you most and why what was the biggest lesson you learned? What word would you use to describe 2021? What word do you want to embody in 2022? And that's it. Four questions. You can definitely do it. Uh, do you want to go through them together? I think we should. Yeah. Okay. So who inspired you most and why? Okay. I have two people. Oh, one of them is you. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like an award show. <laughs> Surprise. Oh, no, I was just so thinking funny. about it when you were talking about like Sadie and I feel like going through your birth experience with you, which was like very traumatic in a lot of ways and like seeing how... Listen to the birth episode. Yeah, listen to the birth episode. Um, Seeing like how strong you were in the aftermath of that and just how much you've like come into mothering as like yourself and I feel like Sadie so like wonderful and so much of that is because you've given her like the space to just be herself and like given her this safe and like loving environment and I just feel like you've just you've really like come into yourself as a mother and it's just been like beautiful to watch and see thank you and like even though I know you've been going through a hard time all year I feel like it's just been yeah you've just like been super strong and wonderful (laughs) I think like also we're so always like being self-reflective now like yeah. sometimes to a fault probably and it's so interesting because when the motherhood thing like you just get thrown into the deep end and you mm. go with it and you you have a it's you can't really do that or like you can yeah. but it's like the last thing i've i haven't really thought about it in that way mm. and i normally would do that with yeah. any other point of my life or whatever but with that i just haven't had time really for sure so, and i and i know for you you've like felt like you've had like mom brain <laughs> like sometimes yes, you're like i can't even really like have my focus or remember anything so i feel like you're not as conscious of like how you are as a mom or like you can't see that objectively yeah um but yeah, it's been like inspiring to witness. Thanks, that's so nice. Um, and my other person is my partner, because <laughs> um, I feel like I've met him at like, and he like his family has said this to me too, where they're like, "Oh, this is like one of the worst times of his life." So like, it's only gonna get better from here. But like, I feel like he's been through like a separation, and then he injured his Achilles, and he's a like a runner who's like been running his whole life, and that's like his main outlet and like thing that makes him feel amazing and he hasn't been able to do that since I met him um so he's just had like a lot of stuff going on and then he hasn't been able to work because of the injury and all of these things so he's had all of these like huge challenges and things in his life like since I've known him but I feel like he's still just been such a like strong and stable presence and I think for me especially like I feel like 
with our parents and even with like some of my past like dating experiences I've been around people who just can't handle stress well or like I've always felt like I'm the one who has to like keep everything up or like I'm not allowed to be as stressed or things like that and I feel like with him he's gone through this really stressful time but is still so solid and I think that's just something really like comforting for me and it's nice to see that like if this is how he is during one of the hardest times in his life then I can only imagine like how much better it will be like as things continue to get better for him yeah so yeah that's beautiful um I wrote this question and then I was like I don't know who (laughs) who inspired me the most and why but I was thinking of probably my best friend in Canada yeah and just she's been on this crazy arc this year like in terms of she was just in this really long term like almost a decade long relationship with someone and it just got really toxic at the end and all of this stuff and she had a really really hard time separating and letting go like as you do right as I am too Mm -hmm. right now in my own thing and uh and I think she's always also been a relationship person. So she always goes from kind of relationship to relationship. And she did actually go from relationship to relationship here. <laughs> and, uh, but with this person that she used to date when we were 20. And now they've rekindled their romance, right? Like and it didn't J-Lo end in, for a bad reason or anything <laughs> like that at the time. And he is just like so lovely and so attentive and so sweet and so humble and so just like all these things that is like everything that she deserves right and he showers her with you know like well love and affection and um it's just so beautiful and I'm so happy for her and I find it like so inspiring because she never knew and like it's so funny because I was giving her advice through her whole breakup and the idea that like you never know what's around the corner like Mm -hmm. you literally never know right like something can happen tomorrow and like you just never have any idea right you always forget as you're going through the breakup though it's like you were saying earlier solid and static and that's it forever um but yeah and then this happened and she's got like this um has helped her so tremendously like not go back to her Mm. toxic um past relationship and yeah and it's like giving her this whole new hope for life and yeah it's just been it, that has been really inspiring and just has made me so happy. I'm so happy for her. Okay, next one. What was the biggest lesson you learned? It's an interesting one. I think for me, it's been, well, it's not, I don't know if I just learned this, but it's sinking in more this year was to try and stop worrying so much about future things that are like uncertain like pre-worrying about all these possible things that could go wrong because I think the way we were raised our parents are very much like think of everything that could possibly go wrong and worry about it and ruminate on it yeah so that's don't let it go that's kind of like our default but I think I've just realized so much more like you can never predict or control for the most part like what's going to happen in the future and if you spend so much time and energy worrying about a, like a possible outcome you're just wasting your own time and energy basically um and giving so much power to something that's like not even a reality and might never be um but yeah I think I used to really 
dwell on that stuff and like let it affect me and stop me from doing certain things but I think I've just come to be like you know what I'm gonna try and live more in the moment and like if things are going well just let them go well and let go of that other shoe dropping feeling that I feel like I held on to a lot in the past what about you um biggest lesson that I learned I think with motherhood and with Sadie uh you do just like have weird extra time so before when I didn't have anyone else really to be accountable to or anything like that it's like you'd be like oh I've got to get this stuff done but it would yeah you'd feel rushed you'd feel Mm -hmm. all these things like with Sadie I still feel like that about everything but it's like I always can now stop and be present and then just be there and like have so many more moments like that in my life like which I wasn't really doing before unless I was meditating or like in the ocean um and yeah it's nice also to have like an excuse to just be like okay we're gonna play now or like okay we're gonna go like I try and take her to the beach or to the creek every day right and it's just nice to allow myself like through her those moments and those opportunities in a way that I wouldn't have done for myself like um so I guess like the lesson is being more present and like allowing those moments of relaxation and nothing quote unquote nothingness yeah that's good I feel like it's it is funny that you need like Sadie as the excuse to do that yeah that's the same with a lot of people but interesting to notice that for sure okay what about what word would you describe for 2021 your 2021 i actually just thought of one because we were talking about this earlier we're like whatever what is our word gonna be but i just realized i think for me it would be home because i feel like with the citizenship stuff and with like buying a place on the gold coast and feeling like this is going to be my home and then like meeting my partner and also feeling like he's home in a sense like I feel like a lot of it has been coming home for me and finally feeling like I can put down those roots and feel settled and just like embrace that like stability (laughs) yeah um that's beautiful I think that's so true and something about when you said home 2021 I feel like those just go together Together. Yeah. yeah um for me, I was like, I can't, fig- I couldn't figure out the exact word. So I was like, oh, it, it's not vulnerable. It's not delicate. It's not fresh. And I was like, maybe it's a bit raw. Like, yeah. but I don't know. Is I don't. I'm not still not quite convinced that that's like the yeah. exact word. But it's like kind of an idea. But with all those words, I feel like you'll get a good picture <laughs> of what I felt. But it's just. Um, yeah like when Sadie was born it's like I was born again and then it was like it's just this new life has started and a a new awareness and a new just everything is like new a new eyes on everything right like doing the things we did as kids again with like this fresh perspective and I've felt like really happy and all this stuff but I've also felt tired and exposed in that way and um exhausted and like it's like I feel like a little like seedling you know that's like starting out and just trying to break through but it's also like this beautiful growth and becoming a beautiful plant and you know all of that stuff so yeah it's been like 
new i don't know what's the word new i don't know it's in it's in there somewhere it's on the tip of my tongue i feel like you've painted a picture for me yeah yeah um so yeah that's that's it and then what word do you want to embody in 2022 sure i know mine i was just trying to think about it and i was like maybe it would be embrace i was kind of like embracing i think embracing change like i said i feel like i've gone through a lot of change this year and i kind of feel like next year is going to be continuing to kind of just embrace the change as it comes and also just embrace like more of myself i think like i think i'm still on that path trying to be more and more just completely who I am and keep shedding the filters and keep like getting down to my core and like finding that and I think now that I feel like I have a home and I am home and all that stuff it's easier You're to safe. get back to myself yeah and to like feel safe with change and feel like open to things continuing to evolve and yeah like embrace that's beautiful. Mm. What about yours? I also did not think about this until right now, <laughs> but I, again, don't have a specific word, I guess. But when I just read that and thought about it, I was like, I think of like, in your head. yeah, like almost like a peacock, like, but, ah. like, but like almost, I don't know if it's, it's pride, being proud, being yeah. more flamboyant, being more, more it's not confident, uh, but more showy almost yeah. and I don't know it's like funny that that was the thing that came I think, to well, mind we but... were just talking before we started recording about how because we were doing a sound test <laughs> on yeah. our voices um, and like hearing back my voice I was like oh I feel like I still have I think I would describe it as a hesitancy like when I record and I don't know if you guys would hear it or it would just be something that I noticed but I do feel like I don't I always sound a bit like I'm holding back or I'm questioning, or there's just oh, a lack too. of, um, it's, it would sound like a lack of confidence or a lack of like, um, I forget what, the, I can't think of the word now. Ability to stand in yourself. Yeah. Right? And I want to, I, I want think that's embody. also a, um, like children of immigrant. Probably. Trait. I do. I could see that for sure. It's like I you're straddling two worlds and, yeah. and you're not supposed to be one and you're and like, yeah. but then you usually have more strict parents who... You know, yeah. it, there's a lot of expectation and For a lot sure. of, yeah. And I think part of it is probably somewhat a female thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like, um, yeah, like we are so proud of this podcast and Tenfold and everything. And I think what you're saying about being the peacock is like really like Im- well, it's like it's weird because I feel like people would be like, "You want to be pride?" No, it's not like peacock. a boasting. Like, but I kind of do. Like, yeah, in, not in like, a boasting, no, but in a, in a. I want to be standing in myself, and I want to show my colors, and yeah. I want to not be embarrassed or feel like that's too much. Yeah. I want to be me as much as me I can be. And I think that's also huge, like because we've said before, even us doing this podcast is so big of a thing because. I feel like for both of us, like we were raised with our parents, like we're very private and like don't like. Show and now we both have like an aversion world. to that. Yeah, you like and, tell everyone at your well, work everything, you know, and I tell everyone I'm at such work an open knows book. everything. Like I feel like I've come so far in terms of like, yeah, trying. Privacy to be more. is overrated. It is like yeah. I just like yeah. Anyways, 
Um, but yeah, I feel like we've come so far with this and there's kind of just like that next hurdle of like owning it even more so and having our voices be stronger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and not giggling after everything I say like I just did. I know, but also not being yeah, picky. Yeah, not being like overly critical, obviously. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's it. We're under an hour, which is great. Should we end it with our chanting? Yes. I feel like it's a of nice course way we to should. We've got to end finish this. off the year. Yeah. The woo woo segment of yes. the show. Wait, before we get into that, if you haven't followed us <laughs> on Spotify and on our Instagram is um at tnfld underscore and our facebook is at tnfld yep and that was all said very hesitantly because i haven't said it in a really long time <laughs> i forget what they are um and yeah just follow us on facebook rate us on apple Podcasts if you can because that would be lovely. that's huge yeah it is um, and we also just love like hearing your feedback because i think a lot of people listen that we don't even know listen but we would love to know you're there yeah <laughs> okay so yeah we love you guys thank yes you we listening. do thank you for another year and yeah and if you know our chant sing with us yeah <laughs> okay Om Amritam Gamaya Om Asatoma Sat Gamaya Tamasoma Joyti Gamaya Vichoma Amritam Gamaya Om Asatoma Sat Gamaya Tamasoma Joyti Gamaya Vichoma Amitam Gamaya Happy 2021 going into 2022. Yeah, we'll see woo, you woo, woo. in the new year. And maybe we'll be further and further away from COVID and yes. all of this stuff, guys. Like, actually, there's so much I wanted to say on that. We didn't say it, but anyway. Next time. Yeah. Um, peace out. We'll be back yeah. and we Hope will be better than ever. We can't wait. Love you. Love you so much. <laughs> <laughs>